0: this to episode 143 i am theo your host uh, and i think probably the protagonist of this podcast <laughs> um i'm here at a uh, at a car meet one of those places that uh, i know all about um people come here to show their cars off and rev it uh you put your foot down and you, you rev it i think um i've just pulled up in my red rooster branded toyota yaris <laughs> Making my little journey around to the back to the boot to show you what I got going on in that bad boy. I open up the boot and hundreds of chickens come <laughs> tumbling out. I'm here with Lucy, mm. who's just arrived in her Subway-branded Toyota Yaris. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> Look at all these up. chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Oh, we're gonna have to clean that up. She's just pulled up. She's making her little uh, route around to the boot. Show us what's in there. Uh, She opens it up, hundreds of meatball subs come tumbling out. (laughs) How are you, Lucy?
1: Pretty
2: good. We're about to dig into a nice uh, boot sub.
0: There's still some that are good. There's still some that have only touched other subs. Uh, I'm also here with Ben, who's just pulled up in his uh, fur factory, a number one Vietnamese restaurant in town branded (laughs) Toyota Yaris. Uh
3: uh, I want you to describe what's happening in the boot of this car because I have my own theories, but I I want to hear it from the horse's mouth.
2: Is it liquid? Are we fully liquid in this uh, (laughs) boot?
0: As he stops, some very suspicious sounds. Various sloshings, wet noises. And mm-hmm. As he leaves his car, coming around to the boot, we are immediately arrested <laughs> for being a foul of the uh, two-party, two-person party
3: rule.
2: Oh, I hate running a foul of anything. We're,
0: we've we've oh. run a foul, run deeply a foul.
3: So the moment that the viewer would get to see what's happening in the boot. Of the Fur Factory Complete mystery Yaris
0: Number one Vietnamese restaurant in town That's right Toyota Yaris uh,
3: So this is exactly the end of uh, Multi Python and the Holy Grail
0: That's that's quite right
3: mm, Interesting Can mm. I just uh, backtrack a little bit here Sure uh, When you say that you're the protagonist of the podcast <laughs> yeah. Do you consider yourself to be In some sort of struggle With the other members of the podcast <laughs> That it is your narrative arc to overcome us
0: Um. I also, no, I don't think so. I believe myself to also be the antagonist of the podcast.
3: <laughs> As you are the protagonist and antagonist of your own life.
0: That's exactly right, Ben. <laughs> now, speaking of running afoul of confinement laws, should we dive right in, Ben?
3: I think we absolutely should. Now, I almost to me, and obviously I want to leave this to your good judgment because you're, you sort of birthed this segment into the world. I think the next two stories might constitute a, the one thing we didn't want to happen. Let's do it. I can't play the theme for you okay. now, but mm-hmm. I might put it in post just here. This is the one thing we didn't want to happen. Now if that didn't happen, it's because I forgot. Uh, never tell us about it.
0: And that would be the one thing that we didn't want to have happen.
3: Mm. Yeah. yeah. Wow, it's really uh, a real Inception situation over here. It's not. <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, this is a story from the Sydney Morning Herald. Uh, let me just read a little bit of this to you. New Zealand Health Minister David Clark has been demoted and only avoided being sacked by Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern due to the massive disruption it would cause after admitting he broke the country's strict coronavirus lockdown by taking his family on a 20-kilometre trip to a beach.
0: First of all, an incredible boss move to fuck up so badly that getting rid of you would only exacerbate the fuck up. Really just like digging in deep there. Like a, Giving you like the punishment you
3: deserve would only compound the errors that you have made. <laughs> Uh, Clark, in a statement issued early on Tuesday morning, said he had informed the Prime Minister of his breach of the lockdown and offered his resignation. He later told the AM show he, quote, sorry, he felt, quote, like a complete dick (laughs) when he realized his mistake. Uh, Clark even left the door open to residing from Parliament by not standing at the next election.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. I love New Zealanders.
3: I'm not going to quit now because you're not going to take it. But if you want me to quit when the next election is on, I'll do it. Oh, he said that on the first weekend of the lockdown, he travelled about twenty kilometres from his home to Doctors Point Beach for a walk with his family. At a time when we were asking New Zealanders to make historic sacrifices, I've let the team down. I've been an idiot, and I understand why people will be angry with me.
0: They're, they're truly Australia's Canada. I oh love my the
2: way God. they speak. I felt like a <laughs> real Duke. Was <laughs> 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 <Is> that good? <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, spot on. Fine
3: people are going to be wondering which kiwi walked into our recording studio
0: yeah we got one of the guys from uh the worst idea of all time
3: the hot one uh, yeah let's not go to into that any further <laughs> they're
0: both kind of kind of hot in a waifish heroin way think they?
3: they're both extremely charming and attractive men
0: oh um when I was listening I they were talking about is it p they've got their own word for meth over there it's
3: bizarre did you say P? P P maybe like,
0: I'm trying to I'm trying to remember if you know what the Kiwi term for meth is let us know because I've forgotten huh. it's really just a service
3: for me what a beautiful aside you've brought to this podcast <laughs> uh, Clark told the prime minister his movements during lockdown on Monday evening as he prepared for Parliament's epidemic response committee which will meet on Tuesday she was pretty angry understandably disappointed wait no sorry the commas in this are a mess. She was pretty angry, comma, understandably, comma, disappointed, comma. Hmm, don't know about that. And I hope that encapsulates oh. it, Clark said of the Prime Minister's reaction on the AM show on Tuesday morning.
2: Bloody grammar police over here. What a new Look. bloody right for the Sydney Morning Herald, Ben.
3: I am never writing yeah, another word again uh-huh. in my entire life. Uh, even tweets are too much for me at the moment. I don't like them. They're only doing videos. Uh, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern in a statement issued the same time as Clark's said in normal circumstances she would sack Clark for the indiscretion. Uh, Just a lovely thing to have your boss say about you at a press conference. (laughs) I'd fucking love to fire the guy. I would love to fire him so bad. God, I would have normally fired him.
2: But I can't.
3: Didn't. Can't. (laughs) Because of the other stuff. (laughs) Because he's so fucking bad. He'd somehow make it worse. Uh, right now, my priority is our collective fight against COVID-19. We cannot afford massive disruption in the health sector or to our response. For that reason, and that reason alone, Dr. Clark will maintain his role. Wow!
1: But he does need in. to
3: pay a price. He broke the rules. Now, let's see what harsh, brutal punishment uh, has been meted out to him here. Instead, he would be stripped of his associate finance minister portfolio, <gasps> uh, demoted to the bottom of the government's cabinet rankings. Damn. Two What's cabinet here.
2: ranking? You can just be yeah. like, it's like your MySpace top eight.
3: Yeah. <laughs> He's not my friend week. anymore. They've got like a piece of paper posted out the front of the meeting room. It's just like, ah. <laughs> like, just send it out best friends. <laughs> Ag <laughs> minister just got bumped up to number two, is now in a fight <laughs> with a guy that looks after maritime law. <laughs> Associate finance minister portfolio. Do you think that's something where people are like, i finally got it. <laughs> This oh, is oh, the, the power grab I've oh, wanted my entire it. life. Uh, I hope he's doing okay after having lose, uh, lost that. Ardern said there were no excuses for his actions. Last week, Clark came out of fire for driving to a mountain bike park more than two <laughs> kilometres from his home. Clark confirmed to Stuff. This is one of New Zealand's major news websites. What an yeah, adorable sort of like, country.
0: Yeah, sort of, sort of like their Sydney Morning Herald. Yeah, stuff.co.nz. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, Adorable. Uh, Clark confirmed stuff had Driven from me is I don't actually know it's how Dunedin. to pronounce. Dunedin. it Yeah. Okay. I've never <laughs> had to say it aloud. And their accents make everything sound like a mess. Uh, sure
2: do. Not like ours. Ours would sound lovely. No. Well, ours is Gorgeous. the neutral. It's the base. The base accent. The base mm-hmm. off of
3: which other
0: accents are built.
3: Yeah. Other accents take ours and then remove uh, four to five vowel sounds uh, from most regular vowels. Don't know why they do that. That's right. Clark confirmed his stuff. He had driven from his Dunedin home to ride a an mountain bike trail. What is happening there? An mountain bike. They fired all the sub-editors. <laughs> Disgraceful. Admire, actually. Everyone's Ooh. working from home. All the standards have gone.
2: That's right. Everyone's drunk. Everyone's fucking wasted at the editing desk.
3: <laughs> I don't blame them. <laughs> this is my only chance to get out for some exercise and daylight hours. The track itself is not challenging. Okay, weird. Okay. And is widely used by families of foot traffic. <laughs> I know that now is not the time for people to engage in higher risk exercise exercise activities, he says. Does he statements. mean
2: like extreme sports? Like I'm not gonna go crazy snowboarding?
3: I think he's apologizing for doing sick BMX jumps. Mm. I think that might be it.
2: But not too sick, just like just a yeah. little one. Mm.
3: I I wanted a little bit of some sick stunts. Hmm. On my lunch break, I fucked up. He just does
2: that
0: one where you kind of like tilt the bike slightly to the side before landing.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's cool as hell. Yeah. Or he's doing the ones where like his entire body posture makes it look as if he has done a jump, but the back wheel has stayed in contact Mm. with the ramp the whole time.
0: Oh, yeah. so, So he's riding along and then he kind of like really hunkers down and then pulls the handlebars up. Yeah. And gets like maybe three or four inches of clearance.
3: And it's not even like a a wheelie or a mono or whatever. No. Because the the downwards motion of going down the ramp has already sort of made that happen. So it took no extra strength on his part. But it still looks cool if you're, say, like a a 12-year-old watching some of the older kids go on the ramps. It's
2: very specific, yes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I assume this is a universal childhood experience for everyone. (laughs) Oh, that's sick, Tyson. How do you do that? Uh, that's how I sounded.
2: And that's how he sounded, for sure. <laughs>
3: yeah, except he's a, <laughs> a presumably 40-something-year-old man. Uh, he apologised to the Prime Minister after stuff reported on the mountain bike trip. Oh, adorable country. I have got this completely wrong. I've made a mistake, Clark said, of the beach trip. Clearly I was not thinking straight. I can't afford to make errors of judgement like this. Clark said he didn't recall that he had broken the rules by going to the beach until Monday night. I thought carefully about was there anything else I had done that might have breached the rules. It was bloody obvious at that point. I felt like a complete dick, if I'm honest.
1: <laughs> uh,
3: Kiwis have been ordered to stay at home for a four-week lockdown, a severe measure hoped to break the community transmission of COVID-19.
2: It's precious. What a oh. fucking idiot. What, what a dumb a, bitch. What
3: a cute little hobbit country. hmm Oh, you so- got me. I went to the beach. Please don't fire me. And then he quits. and tries to. He
0: tries to, and they (laughs) won't let him quit. No. But he might not run. Like, this, this this is totally alien as an Australian.
3: I mean, if I was a cynic, I would say that this is a fun circumstance they can play out to stress the seriousness of the lockdown with no actual consequences, where he just has to suck it up and be yelled at a little bit and then be sheepish to the camera and then even though nothing has really changed they're still enforcing that hard line but if i was not a cynic i would say new zealand is a joke country where adorable things happen <laughs> it was i don't really know, I just
0: find it very very difficult to reconcile versus like australian scandals where someone might be like buying up property next to a rail line that they also have a hand in developing through parliament for like years and years uh and then uh nothing ever happens uh nobody ever suffers any consequences uh and then the news uh switches to cash cow
1: i love the cash cow i think i
0: don't actually know what time cash cow is
3: i well my understanding is that breakfast television runs from 4am until about 4 in the afternoon that's
0: yeah that's breakfast time
3: and the, the cash cow is just always on tv always in the frame doesn't matter what channel you're on doesn't matter if it's the ads, doesn't matter what the show is, somewhere the cash cow will be there.
0: It's a fun little game to play at home. Find the cash cow.
3: Because, believe you me, the cash cow will find you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here's a second installment of the one thing we didn't want to happen. Arguably a more egregious installment of it. This is a news story from the ABC, the Australian one, the OG. Two off-duty police officers have been fined $1,000 each after breaching coronavirus restrictions by attending a party at the Sydney CBD at the weekend. At the weekend. I don't know about that. Sorry, I'm be very picky today. Very picky. Uh, I don't like
2: that phrasing either. Unpleasant. Did you say
3: at the weekend? On the weekend. On the weekend. Theo?
0: Definitely on the weekend. I, I don't even know why this is up for debate. Maybe this yeah, is some
2: strange. Sydney shit.
3: Yeah, it might be some Sydney shit. Uh, ABC or... I know
0: Tiger's probably got his filthy little dictionary fingers in there
3: somewhere. Yeah, but now it's made me feel bad because I've suddenly become one of the people needlessly complaining about something that is under Tiger's uh, purview. Uh, Shout out to a friend of the show, Tiger Webb, whose job appears to be fielding emails from 125-year-old men who... uh, are annoyed that they're using like bad conjugation for French verbs or whatever instead of the naturalized English version of them. It's very strange. Um, officers spotted a 27-year-old female senior constable drunk about 8:30 p.m. on Saturday. She was being assisted by a 31-year-old man, and officers soon found out the pair had been at a party at a nearby apartment. Oh, that's embarrassing!
2: Was... Drunk at
3: 8:30. Oh, that is come bad. on, you... sis.
2: Yeah,
0: that's a
3: Jesus. Even Jesus. more embarrassing is the next sentence. Uh, well, no, this sounds mean and judgmental now. The woman was taken to St. Vincent's Hospital in Darlinghurst and discharged at 2 a.m. on Sunday.
0: Oh, fuck, that's wow. really drunk at 8.30. Very drunk. That is intensely drunk. Have Have we as a society lost our alcohol tolerance due to quarantine? I don't I know mean,
2: how w- much w- I would have to drink to get that drunk anymore.
3: Have By 8.30, though. I have had to take someone to hospital for... for being too drunk, Uh, which, I mean, was a a mixed experience, dealing with absolute professionals the entire way, but also there's, like, if you are one of the people bringing in a drunk person on a Friday or Saturday night, there is a very, like, underlying current of just, oh, for fuck's sake, from everyone that you deal with, Mm. (laughs) like, just... (laughs) The, it's, it makes up such a huge dent in our health system like how many beds are occupied by people that just got hammered and did something fucking stupid uh, and they have a responsibility of care they can't discharge you until certain conditions have been met you're there for quite a long time you know you're tying up staff that could be looking at other things or whatever and most of the time all they can do is just like try and give you water uh, until you know you stop throwing it up uh, it's a it's a weird experience my recommendation to listeners of the show and everyone else, don't get so drunk you have to go to hospital.
2: Sounds bad. I don't think police should be allowed to get drunk. That's a treat and that's not for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair.
2: That's for us to enjoy. You made your decision in life.
3: <laughs> you get to get off on the sick satisfaction of being able to tell other human beings what to do. Uh, you don't get the refreshing exactly. delights of having a, an ice-cold beer. So That's your right.
0: ideal setup is sort of where the police are occupying a kind of monastic existence. Mm, exactly. They um, should have to. Completely oh. without uh, any, any treats. <laughs> any, <laughs> no your,
1: treats. Your,
3: so are you thinking maybe they also wear a very cool kind of trench well, coat? I just overcoats. think that it would be
0: lower <laughs> friction for if you need to uh, deal with a situation. A full 360 kind of awareness <laughs> of situation Where you need to fire two pistols mm-hmm. In any and all directions And you Just sort of Stand and deliver
3: You try to do cool moves that uh, reduce the chance of being shot by other people maybe well,
0: I mean That's right You really want to avoid injuries in the workplace
3: And are you thinking maybe that if they had to have some sort of uh, like Ceremonial dress weapon It could be a really badass samurai sword? <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: exactly what I was thinking <laughs>
3: Eventually someone's got to
0: close the distance on you That's all I'm saying
3: <laughs> oh, If only there was some sort of movie That described exactly this oh, Alas well. <laughs> Uh Police late- call it Good Balance Man <laughs> Perfect Sold <laughs> The guy who couldn't look at art But really wanted to <laughs>
0: <laughs> one thing about Gunfire equilibrium makes <laughs> Christian crosses because of symbolism
3: is a, There's a bit in equilibrium that's always stuck with me, Is just a really strange detail like one of their little world building moments is they have like an update over the I don't know, fucking loudspeakers or whatever of the government saying all of the things they have just destroyed for emotion crimes or whatever they're called mm. and one of the things in the list is like X amount of computer strategy games (laughs) It's just like (laughs) Yep, they just took off Age of Empires 2 for making People feel too emotional (laughs) Very strange Uh, It continues Police later discovered a 27 year old Male senior constable attached to the Fairfield City Police Area Command Had also attended the gathering Two other women, 28 and 31, who were not in the Police force, were also in the apartment All five people have been fined $1,000 for breaching the coronavirus social distancing laws, which forbid a person from leaving their home unless it is for work, school, to get groceries, or a limited number of other essential trips. So take that, cops. God, Mm. they suck. They're very bad.
2: I can't imagine Uh, going to a party right now. That's crazy. I can't imagine going to a party
3: with some cops. Mm,
2: At all. At all. Sounds fucking terrible. Like a cop party?
3: Good Lord. Can't be good. Yeah, it's a weird one. Also, so these laws are quite different from state to state, right? Like, uh, obviously, you know, double check any claim I make here because we are not the most authoritative source of information. It changes all the time. But compared to the other states, Queensland is relatively lax. One of the acceptable reasons for leaving a house in Queensland right now is visiting other people, as long as there are not more than two people visiting that household and they are not strangers to to the people that live in that household. Hmm. So you can kind of just, like, go to people's houses. And if you try and do that in New South Wales or Victoria, you'll be shot with a very big gun. Uh, So real contrasts there.
2: Hmm. Very weird. I don't know why Australians are so obsessed with what you're allowed to do and what not allowed to do. You think the
3: focus should just be on not doing anything?
2: Probably just on not doing anything as much as possible. But I feel like every post is about... Some Australian just trying to get like a loophole.
3: Game the system. Yeah. <laughs> ah, if I visit my dying grandfather, but my girlfriend is there, I can fuck her. Fantastic.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I
0: think that's the George Costanza approach.
3: I don't know enough about Seinfeld to get that, but uh, well done for you for that reference. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, that was my first time I got to do a haven't seen it to you. Oh. Uh, it doesn't feel good. It I doesn't feel
2: good. I also haven't seen it, so uh really, really nailed that one.
3: Oh, look, I bet there are people that are listening to this that are rolling in the aisles of the church they're in.
0: Actually, they're going to be mad because I just extrapolated that that was probably a plot detail based on the like stuff I know about Seinfeld through cultural osmosis.
3: Oh, that's the only thing I I've seen maybe three whole episodes of Seinfeld in my life and then the rest I'm just like haha, you betcha pretzels. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Kramer says the N word.
3: <laughs> I don't know why they had the character Kramer do that racist rant in the show. Very strange.
2: Mm. Very weird.
3: Um you guys know the website twitter.com, right? I sure do. I'm a little familiar. Uh well, you are pretty small, that's true. I wouldn't call you my familiar. Though. <laughs> oh,
2: <damn it. laughs> oh, that's a good one.
3: Oh fuck! That sucks. <laughs> then why am I laughing? Uh, we'll never know. Do um, so you know how most of the tweets on there are bad on I'd the website Ninety to ninety-five
2: percent of them are bad,
0: and the, and the problem with that is that ninety to ninety-five percent of the tweets that we see are bad. And we specifically have curated timelines <laughs> that mm-hmm. we think are the best possible result of being on Twitter. Do you ever get the impression of, like, the tweets that you're not seeing?
3: I think there's, like, weird Lovecraftian moments where you'll look in the replies to something, uh, like a very, uh, like a big tweet from a celeb yeah. or whatever, yeah. and you'll just get a slice of what Twitter is For actually. Other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is a fucking nightmare. You open the turd door. <laughs> and upon. all the turds come straight out.
2: <laughs> turds just come rolling out of the boot of your car. Oh, yeah, it's
3: like just, the like, elevator doors from The Shining.
2: <laughs> the turd Yaris.
0: <laughs> and sometimes there'll be a tweet that you, that you just figure that everyone will be in agreement with because that's like the sum total of beliefs of your own timeline. And you go on there and there's all sorts going on. People have no idea how to think or act.
3: And we should force them we uh, should
0: people should know better to to say the things that I like.
2: they should think the same things that I think, and it's offensive that they don't
3: i it's such a like uh it's one of those things that like right wing people on the internet always make fun of left wing people for right being like, "Oh, you hate other people's beliefs, you hate it when other people have different opinions." I do hate it when other I people do. have oh, different opinions. Man. I do,
2: because it's, they have the wrong one. It's
3: <laughs> infuriating wrong. to look at. Even when it's like people that I like about the most trivial thing, I'm just like, oh, come on! They've Why?
0: taken the sum total of their life's experiences and learnings uh, and kind of taken the all of the same inputs that we have to a particular issue and then come up with the totally wrong output. And you go, hey, buddy, think the thing I think. <laughs>
3: And all you can do is tweet that at them uh, until yeah. they do.
0: Yeah, or or just a picture of a clown.
3: Oh, yep. <laughs> 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 Presence. <laughs> Presence. 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 Du clown. Du clown. Un mm.
0: clown. Un
3: clown. Well, anyway, uh, tweets, they might all be bad, and it might actually be almost impossible to look at the website without seeing a bad tweet. But mm. uh, to stop you from even having to put in that much effort, we have a segment here, and it's called the Bad Tweet Roundup. Yeehaw! It's the Bad Tweet Roundup. <laughs> Theo, I believe you put this one in the, the group chat. Can I get you to <laughs> perhaps read it out for us? Sure,
0: and I mean, I think, really, my voice will lend it an absolute ver- <laughs> mi- ver- <laughs> Vis- ver- verisimilitude. Mm. Verisimilitude? Verisimilitude. I
2: definitely know what that word means, Yep. and I agree.
0: Uh, so, this is from um, a man who's online, and he's got a blue tick next to his name, which means something. hmm But also, the Dog Rates account also has a blue <laughs> tick next to his name. Lucy, not
3: don't even a dog. you have a blue tick? Look,
2: you would have had one, too, if you had your real name on there. We oh. all got them back in the day, back <laughs> on the SBS days. Don't talk to me, and oh, I don't want to get rid like of it candy. because I don't want to get banned.
3: Oh, you want that, the secret... A uh, bit of code That allows your replies to go Directly into the eyes of celebs That's
0: Oh yeah, right. does that get you on the top Of replies? I think so but it, but it does, yeah, it gets you past that Celeb barrier where they've got the only Only verified, verified people,
3: people. Mm-hmm. That's r- It's a real metaphor For society It really, really is, is.
1: Mm.
0: And how we live in one There's a tweet from Chris <laughs> Chris Randone Chris Randy uh,
2: one, if you ask Chris- <laughs> <laughs>
0: It makes sense when you read the, the tweet. Quite the opposite. Oh, contraire, Lucy. <laughs> if you're asking for nudes during this pandemic, you still haven't learned that shit is played out. Have a girl send you a picture of her reading a book out loud or listening to a podcast. Go on. How the fuck? <laughs> <clears throat> so you know they're not dumb. <laughs> it
3: depends what podcast they're listening to, it's, am I right?
0: <laughs> it's, it's not about physical. Connect with them mentally. Hashtag dig deep. And dig deep has one of those <laughs> little icons that go next to it. For... Do you know
3: what that is? Because it looks perhaps like an angry cat. I think it's an owl. I'm just going to make it.
0: Owl, the, fam- the, the famed bird that digs. Dig deep. Okay, let's dig look. Dig deep. All right, so... <clears throat> Have a girl send you a picture of her reading a book out loud. So. Who's she reading
2: it
1: to? A
0: a picture of her reading a book out loud. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how you're supposed to tell that from the picture. Or listening to a podcast, which would just appear to be them with headphones on. But Mm. is their phone also visible and it's can be clearly seen that they're listening to Cometown or whatever.
3: You can do like the uh, Blade Runner looking in the reflection oh. thing to like, yeah, there's a a small mirror in the the background and you can see the phone screen and then you can be like, oh, they're mm. listening to Radio Lab. They must be a genius.
0: So speaking of geniuses, uh, this guy's bio, just a quick, of course, when you see these tweets, you have to go and immediately check um, what kind of audience they have. Uh, they're a daily fantasy sports writer. I don't know what that is. Uh, and host on, uh, I don't know what that site is, awesomo.com. Uh, but they're a mental health and anxiety coach. Mm. An MLB writer. Um, I don't know what that is. Uh, and host of podcast From the Dome on iTunes and Spotify. It's a great name. Hmm. Uh,
3: can I just backtrack a little tiny bit here? Sure. I've done some investigative work just now uh, so this is not, I think, his intended usage, but the dig deep hashtag with a little icon next to it. Yeah, uh, a little f- fucking owl. I, I believe it is a tiger, and it is the slogan of the Benedict College athletics team. Okay. Uh, well, or at least of their football team. Uh, yeah, I think he just meant dig deep, as in. I don't really know what he meant, but... Uh, like that was into the human there.
0: experience.
2: So. He hates dumb broads. That's what I'm yep. getting from this. I can't stand he, a dumb broad. But he's
3: horny for smart broads, so that means he's actually an ally. Mm. Or is a better ally someone that loves hot chicks regardless of how smart they are?
1: I,
2: I think that is. <laughs> Reading a book or listening to a podcast so you know they're not dumb. <laughs> Oh boy, it's gonna be a year.
0: (laughs) Uh, But Ben, you you did a little more investigative research, I believe, and found this this additional tweet from him. uh,
3: I certainly did,
0: which I think is really like, as far as Hemingway goes, (laughs) uh, along the lines. Sorry, I just saw it. (laughs) Uh, And he says, uh, on a side note, dot dot dot, I miss my wife. (laughs) (laughs) hashtag The Bachelor. (laughs) 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 <laughs> so, <laughs> and really he has, he has Described an entire world uh, With a consistent Inner uh, workings And logic
3: All contained within this one tweet oh, That hashtag just opens up <laughs> Just Alright, so there's two ways that you Could look at this, right uh, This could be a guy Who is just live tweeting the bachelor Who suddenly missed his wife
2: hmm that's how I which read is, it, but it's wrong. It's quite
3: sad. Or oh, there's the second way, which is that this is a man who misses his wife, who he met on The Bachelor, uh, which he did. He met his oh, wife on The goodness. Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, what? what? He was on hey. the, the U.S., I believe, maybe the fifth season of The U.S. Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> he met what? And then he met his wife. <laughs> what? Uh, and then within a year they got divorced, and now he watches <laughs> The Bachelor, live tweets it, and talks about missing his wife oh that he met on The Bachelor. What is happening right now? I miss my wife. Why would you not put, by the way, I was on The Bachelor, uh, in your bio? You know, surely that's more important than being a major How league baseball writer. How does that not fit rider. into your Oh, what a man! On a side note, dot dot dot. I miss my wife. Hashtag mm. the Bachelor. Just what a tweet! What a beautiful, beautiful story.
0: <sighs> now, know. do we have to round out this segment?
3: Uh, is your question? Should we read out the second tweet in the bad tweet roundup? Well, I believe we've got no. one more. One it more. Like and it's a,
2: it's a late entry. It, All right, let's move on. It looks it's like we've got
3: a tweet there, so maybe oh, I guess right in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For right in before the buzzer, um, it goes a little something like, <clears throat> "Mr. Bean would do all <laughs> kinds of Rube Goldberg hijinks on your clip." <laughs> right, and who is that from? Well, that's seventeen, seven nineteen PM, so it's about one hour ago. Sorry, I'm reading from the bottom up as far as the tweet goes. Um, uh, sorry, that's um, blue tick. Mm, that's from a Lucy
1: Valentine.
0: <laughs>
2: okay, listen. <laughs> We're all dealing with this trying time in our your own own,
0: way. own little way. D-
2: um, am I wrong?
3: Uh, is that the end of your explanation? <laughs> am, am I wrong? <laughs> Tell us just like I set like the scene first. Like extraordinary for us. claims. You want me to set
1: the scene <laughs> on why An screen? hour ago.
3: <laughs> Alright, no, don't describe what you're picturing just yet. Uh, describe what you were doing an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs>
2: watching Mr. Bean.
3: Yep, all right. Oh, there we go. <laughs> like the series or a
0: movie?
2: The series, Mr. Oh. Bean's Christmas, you know, where he gets, uh, puts his head in the turkey's It's arsehole. a
3: classic. That's, is what <laughs> it is.
0: It's so so formative, I think, for me. It's a comedy moment. <laughs> yeah, me when too. he stuffs his head all the way up that turkey clacker. And
2: he's always just, he's getting up to mischief all the time. And is that Christmas? It's Christmas. I think that's in well, the Christmas one. You think one. Mr.
3: Bean's going to be doing Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, that's a no, ridiculous you're right. thing. No, it's unbelievable. You that's, fucking you're dumb piece of correct. shit. I feel foolish now.
3: So, what you're asserting here mm-hmm. is that were you in some sort of uh, intimate relationship uh, with Mister Bean? The
2: guy is always up to mischief.
3: Uh huh. And you think that mischief would extend to?
2: <laughs> you know uh, that it would. You know that it would.
3: So you're picturing that maybe um, you're in bed. And I'm using you in the general sense. I'm not trying to make people picture oh, good, this about you. you. I'm just saying uh, a a woman uh, or a, anyone that has a, a clit of some kind, they're on a bed. He walks into the room. Uh, he puts his foot on a loose floorboard. <laughs> the, the floorboard goes up.
0: Uh, I think so, Ben. Just to, sorry to break the flow here, but I think we, we need to describe uh, why he can't just... Uh, approach the situation in a normal fashion. It is, of course, because he has glued both of his hands inside of asbestos gloves, (laughs) which he needed to fireproof his hands.
3: Now, this also happened after uh, he was reading a very comically large book called How to Have Sex, but he sweated so much when he was reading it that the pages got stuck together. That's right. Uh, And then he tried to improvise, which got him into the glove situation. Uh, So he's, he's put a foot... On the plank, the plank has gone up. It's knocked over all the books on the bookshelf. They've slid down onto his writing desk. Uh, this has caused the the thing in his typewriter typewriter to go ka-ching mm-hmm. which has knocked over a glass. The water from the glass has gone down to a power board, which has shorted the electricity. Uh, that has caused uh, a light bulb to fall out. That has fallen onto the cat. The cat has been startled. It's jumped up onto a desk, knocked over a small bust of the Queen. The bust of the Queen <laughs> has, in turn, knocked over a feather duster, and that feather duster has gone straight onto the clitoris of the person.
2: <laughs> wow, you really elaborately described it. Yeah, well, you know. an, an
0: incredible retelling of it, Ben. I, there's just one moment that was that was missing. Um, the cat actually landed on a billiards table. Uh, all the billiard balls <laughs> went flying in all directions. Uh, one of them hopped. Off of the table, uh, rolled out the front door, onto the, onto the highway, on, out front of the house, where the three-wheeled car immediately uh, bumped over it, uh, spun 400 times, uh, exploded, <laughs> the shockwave of which has now blown the feather duster off of its perch, to reach the
3: climax. mm <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you're picturing, Lucy. That's sort of what you've got going well, on. Well, I
2: mean, I wrote a short tweet, and it seems that it's painted a very illustrative picture for both of you. Well, so. that's just the power of words. <laughs> it's just, just the shit. power of you could conjure on any sort of, sort of scenario. As I said,
0: that we experienced a brownout in this house. It's just.
3: Oh. The wow. Oh, it's
2: spooky. You know who's coming. It's <laughs> <laughs> my Mr. Bean sound.
3: It sounds like maybe a glass of water might have tipped onto a power board somewhere in your house.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> How loose do you reckon your floorboards are? <laughs> oh, bless. Bless um, that simple man. <laughs> <laughs> he is always getting into hijinks, is he? Yeah. You imagine him trying to hold down a job.
2: He can't. He just has no respect for any social rules. No roles.
3: respect.
2: He goes into a Does store he... and he's unplugging shit. He's just, he's throwing things around. He doesn't care. He's a loose unit. Do you think
3: that he is just an incredibly unfortunate person or it's caused through his own actions? Like he's personally... Oh, the,
0: the hubris is absolutely core to... Everything that drives him, I think
3: Mm. So that another person that had the same number of setbacks and hijinks Could maybe have reflected on it And done things to avoid this happening in the future But Mr Bean has just brazenly carried on uh, Without adjusting anything about his uh, behaviour To the detriment of all the people around him
2: Mm. He doesn't seem to see the consequences of his own actions Or perhaps he is just so free that it doesn't bother him He's just taking things as it comes
0: but he lives on his own without a care. pub oh, Pardon right? the pun.
2: He has a girlfriend at some point, right? What? Does, Does he? Oh, man. I've got to Isn't there Mr. Bean the, uh, girlfriend? Extended Mr. Bean canon. He goes on a date. Oh, you got to watch all the original Mr. Beans.
0: Yeah.
3: There's not that many of them, right? Like, it's no, one of those things no, where no, as a kid you... you're like, there are a hundred of these. Irma Gobb is Mr. Bean's long-suffering girlfriend. She appears in three episodes. Irma Gobb. Irma Gobb. Irma Gobb. Mr. Bean getting those gobbies.
2: Long suffering (laughs) girlfriend. Yeah, long suffering. suffering, Three episodes. He's going wild. He's going ape shit on that clitoris.
3: Every single night, something different happens within the house, calling a cascading series of events that causes her to have the longest, most arcane full body orgasm she's ever had.
2: (laughs) She orgasms and it sets off the next chain of dominoes.
3: It's like a full, like, 23-hour, 59-minute cycle that <laughs> begins again every day.
0: It's like sore. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: Gosh, he's just, it's like, scary. walking through the door just being like, I've already started it. <laughs> <sighs> well, on. Congratulations, Lucy, on being the first host featured in the Bad Tweet Roundup.
2: How like one of you isn't going to lose it in the next three to five days.
3: I mean, I just feel like uh, I'm probably not going to do sexualized tweets about Mr. Bean, regardless of how my situation changes, but uh, we will see. We'll see about that. Uh, I'm going to move on to another segment we have. Uh, an extremely dubious installment of Nature Corner. Country roads, technology.
1: So, corner,
3: sit my dick. so, this is only Nature Corner in a very, very uh, loose sense because it is from a summary of a journal article that was in the journal Nature. We can all agree that's Nature Corner, right? Mm
2: Mm-hmm. It's clever.
3: I just found this very funny. That's my only justification for this. I'm going to read you three paragraphs here. Hell, you're doing the notes. That's certainly true. Hmm. Uh, Human curiosity, even about trivial matters, can be so strong that people are willing to risk uncomfortable electric shocks in order to satisfy their inquisitiveness. Johnny King Lau and Kao Murayama at the University of Reading, UK, and their colleagues asked volunteers to view videos of magic tricks. The volunteers were then offered the chance to see how the trick was performed, but before they could learn the secret, they viewed a spinning wheel that gave them their odds of learning the solution versus their odds of receiving an electrical shock. Volunteers then had to decide on whether it was worth taking the gamble to satisfy their curiosity. Even when their chance of getting a shock was 50% or higher, some volunteers took the risk. Scans of the volunteers' brains showed that anticipation of having their curiosity satisfied activates neural pathways similar to those involved in expecting a reward, which the researchers say could partially explain why curiosity affects decision-making. So, wow. first of all, this is a very, like, uh, weirdly roundabout way. Like, I'm sure, obviously, these are smart people that have thought about this or whatever. Just the spinning wheel of possibly getting shocked and magic tricks are two elements to this that seem very theatrical. It's very There's elaborate.
0: There's so much pageantry in this. <laughs> yeah.
3: I like it. I could just hand them a piece of paper that says, yeah, buddy, uh, like a 30% chance we're going to shock you. But yeah, that's, no, that's pretty good.
0: No, they gotta spin the wheel and it kinda clacks over very theatrically and then stops and then they gotta go over to the wall and pull like pull one of those double handed switches <laughs> yeah. like they're opening a jail cell or
3: something. And the magic tricks element, like, is that the most captivating thing they could think of in terms of there being like, a, oh, I've got to know the secret. I couldn't give a
2: shit how a magic trick was performed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess it would really
3: <laughs> depend on, like. Just Google it. Just go home Sorry. and Google it. <laughs>
0: I'm just enjoying the vision of Lucy being in Vegas and just being like, I don't don't care about these clowns.
3: You've got your free tickets from the hotel that you're staying at. You're sitting (laughs) up the back just being like, fuck off!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hate magicians. Scourge on society.
3: Like, so you're sitting in a room. They've got a, I assume, tiny little CRT TV playing 80s videos of magic tricks. If we're talking like some guy just... Being like, is this your card? It is your card, isn't it? (laughs) That would not be enough. Yeah, to be like, oh God, I've got to know how he did it. But if it's like crazy, like, you know, super elaborate, making an elephant disappear behind a mirror kind of shit, how do you like...
2: You can just watch the 90s program Magic's Biggest Secrets finally revealed.
3: I'm surprised those people weren't killed by the Magicians Guild for making that show.
2: Mm (laughs) Mm-hmm.
3: How did they get away with it? I used to love that shit as a kid. I used to love it too. Which I guess if this study was being done on like fourteen year olds, sure. Grown adults, you should just be like, Yeah, he put the card in upside down and all the other ones are the right way up so you can tell where it is. Oh he palmed the coin just there. Yeah, I can see it when he was making you look at the handkerchief. Uh Exactly.
2: Also, yeah. how bad is this electric shock? Maybe it's just a little one. Maybe they're I- excited. The idea of getting a little electric shock, you know. Oh,
3: yeah, do you reckon that they like factored in people with like kinks into the yeah, thing? Exactly. <laughs> I assume it's the same level of shock as like you know those, like a. No one would ever buy one on purpose. You'd only ever get given one as like a twenty-first birthday present, where it's like a Russian roulette of a minor electric shock. Ever seen those? There's like a little plate. Everyone puts their thumb on, and then it like spins oh, around. Like a them. party game mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, nothing that anyone fun would do, or anyone normal would do for fun. Uh, But they exist. I assume it's like that.
0: I was thinking, like, the ones that they put on your stomach to simulate labor. Uh
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, I I just watched a documentary about that. Uh, It was a 50-second clip of Joe Hildebrand having one of those done to him. (laughs) Uh, Definitely go to YouTube and look for Joe Goes Through Labor. Uh, I think that's the one. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be that strong. I think they wouldn't be able to get it past an ethics committee if it was going to cause you, like, actual pain. Yeah, surely not. I don't even know if they even actually shock them.
0: No, that's right. It's a bit, bit light on the detail. I feel like to, it's sort of like um, negotiating with terrorists, right? Like, mm-hmm. they have to... should if always they, do it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. If, if they're <laughs> setting out to do a study where they're going to shock people and the word got out that people didn't actually get shocked, I think that it would kind of ruin studies for the future mm. to be published in the journal Nature.
3: Oh, well, you want to know something fun? Uh, now I, I, I've never double-checked to find out if this is true. But it's one of those things that, to me, is more interesting than what the reality is. So take this with a grain of salt. I got this from a web comic. Uh,
1: <laughs> but <laughs> Strong uh, start.
3: It's in uh, Dinosaur Comics, the one by Ryan North. It's very oh. good. It's, it's a good comic. Uh, it's talking about how doctors, you know when they do the thing where they say, I'm just going to take your pulse? What he alleged in this webcomic. Uh, Was that they're not actually taking your pulse What they're doing Is something where they can just observe you breathing normally But It's something that stops working The moment you're aware of it Ah. So that by Hearing or reading this piece of information You've fucked it up
2: Right Makes Mm. sense Mm.
3: So again I don't know if this is true But if it is I've fucked you up for it It's Uh, probably not true Yeah, You just
2: lost the game
3: Oh, remember the internet? <laughs> I don't.
2: I wish I didn't.
3: Lots of people out there probably still wearing shirts that just say you lost the game. God.
0: 100%. 100%. I don't enjoy thinking that thought.
3: Well, you don't enjoy thinking most of your thoughts, so this no, will hardly come to a surprise. <laughs> uh, Theo, you've hastily entered some words into the document uh, that I believe... Oh, yeah. That's some no, things you want to I talk about
0: this is just a very quick update from from the previous week um, you may cast your mind back um, to some real estate agents that we covered last week and their approach to determining whether um, tenants could be allowed leniency for for rent and some of them involved quite arcane, Forms that people would have to fill out, in, including asking whether those people have access to their super. Now, a couple of days after this uh, started to go out, there was a wonderful little thing that appeared online on Twitter, of all places, <laughs> from from ASIC, the Australian Securities and Investments Commission. Uh, and it basically said, if, the, if there are real estate agents out there asking for people to access their superannuation, uh, to pay for their rent, then they are effectively acting um, as an unlicensed financial advisor. Wow. uh, In contravention of uh, some boring nerd acts. um, And they may face, uh, for individuals, a maximum of five years imprisonment and or a fine of up to $126,000. Uh, and for corporations, a fine of up to $1.26... Or is that... Fuck, have they used a comma where they meant a period? Oh, that's my God, what is going one, on here? That's either $1.26 million or uh, $1,260 million, which I think, Ben, uh, that is how many billions?
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's a, a one and then a four to seven zeros. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Um so, a, a huge amount of money, which was briefly very funny, uh, like all things that come up in coronavirus, and then it was gone. Uh, sort of like a, a feather that's been let go of and drifted up and then caught fire in radioactive winds. <laughs> Such are the days of our lives, and so on and so forth. Uh, I also looked it up. Uh, it is P that is the word for meth in New Zealand. They've got their own little words over there.
3: How are you spelling that? It's cute.
0: Just P, just the
3: letter P. Uh, do we have some sort of etymology there?
0: No. So they also um, apparently, and this is from um, from methexpert.co.nz. Wow. Um, they they also call it pure. Now I don't know. Like like all of these agencies, I'm sure none of these names are actually used by anyone in real life. All right. So, take that with a grain of salt. Or with a grain of pee. I don't know.
3: I don't think Wait. we can advocate for people doing <laughs> meth on this podcast. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? Do whatever the hell you like. Uh, the, there no, are, there no, are rules. no rules now. Yep. As
0: long as you are alone in your house,
3: crime is legal. And that's your crime pass. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to uh, get into substance abuse in a big way and let it uh, ruin your life, uh, we're not going to stop you. And the cops can't either because of this crime pass.
0: And sorry, um, I will just add, I have just noticed that Lucy's name uh, in, the, um, in the cast app tonight is Mrs. <laughs> Bean. Really <laughs> oh, God. setting the stage for what has occurred tonight well before we even realised.
3: You, you were basically asking to be grilled about this. <laughs> she loves it. Oh my goodness. She's gone now.
0: What?
2: Oh, no, she's back. Excuse me? What did I miss?
3: Wow. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I
2: disappeared for five seconds. I was like, they're not going to say anything to me in that time.
3: <laughs> what were you doing? What could possibly have been more important than podcasting? just turning
2: the fan on. It's bloody hot in here, all right?
3: All right. No, that's fair enough.
2: What What were you saying? Was it nice things about me? Yes. Yep. Because you were talking about meth, uh-huh. and then I came <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Speaking of um, callbacks, Ben, should we uh, revisit... And Lucy as well, but I don't think you were on that episode, Lucy, so apologies. Mm. Um, But we we did previously, I think it was a Ben, Andrew and Theo episode, talk about the perfect crime. Mm -hmm.
3: And this was a gentleman uh, who uh, started his first ever shift working overnight at a service station, I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stole... 11 grand worth of stuff <laughs> and then just removed his employment file and then they had no way of finding out who he was or contacting him uh and as far as we know was never caught
2: wow what a man
3: uh, uh so in a similar fashion to this theo do you want to walk us through this little missive from the oklahoma city police department
0: absolutely and first of all i mean it should be it should be noted that uh, no cops should be allowed to be posting on facebook True or no, Twitter, especially viral posts—they're all disgusting.
3: Oh, yeah, I don't really no. want to see like the police doing the Harlem Shake. Not, no, you know
2: that was Absolutely. approximately eight years ago.
3: <laughs> no, we don't need to get <laughs> was back into that. About six months ago, I think. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, but it goes us. Uh, so this man walks into a convenience store. Uh, with it wearing a shirt with the store's logo on it he convinces the store clerk that he's there to take over the shift for her. She says, oh, okay, and then leaves. <laughs> uh, he then steals everything and walks out.
3: Oh, there's, there's a, a lovely detail here.
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, um, ben?
3: To quote, once behind the register, he continued checking out customers for several minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is really just... Uh, Incredible method acting, I feel. That's icing
3: on the cake. Like, just just, walk in. Walking
0: a mile in in a stranger's shoes. It's
2: impressive.
3: To me, this is just making me think of how, like, useless I am as an employee. Like, just thinking back to being, like, a teen (laughs) working at Woolies and being like, oh, you can't let me use the checkout supervised. I've only watched someone do it for 24 cumulative hours. This guy just walked in, somehow figured out the fucking POS system. For this service station, uh, presumably knew where some things were kept and the prices of some things. is extremely impressive. This is a high level heist. This is one of those things where, if the crime that you do is
2: really intricate and slightly funny, you it should be legal. It should be
3: legal. Oh, Mm -hmm. 100%. Like the cops should find this guy, uh, shake his hand, and then they should all take off their badges throw their guns in the sewer and then go and do something worthwhile with their lives
0: so what you're describing is a kind of like irony test I think before the courts uh,
3: of how it's actually extremely funny and that's what they'll they'll let you off
0: exactly yeah you should
3: be yeah, that... let off
2: of any crime if the judge has a little giggle about it
3: oh yeah <laughs> you get a little chuckle they're just like ah oh, go yeah, on then on. oh you got me <laughs>
0: Until the day you get uh, Great Judge Pagliacci. (laughs) (laughs) Look,
3: that's probably all we got time for. (laughs) Probably time Uh, to uh, log off. Yep, we're done. Uh, Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you've got something you want to say to us, you can call our Australian hotline on one eight hundred three one seven five one five. 317 515 Yanks can call the Yank hotline on 732-876-3446. Just got told on Twitter the other day that that 732 area code is a New Jersey one. Hmm. Uh, we are Jersey. the real jo- Jersey boys. Jersey. It's for oh our God, secretary so in sorry. New
2: Jersey that's going to answer your call and they're going to be uh-huh. like, Hey, you missed the point of hotline over here. <laughs>
3: cannot apologize enough. <laughs> uh, you can also write to us at uh, mailbag at Let us know how you're going. Uh, you can become a Patreon subscriber if you want, but all of the Patreon content that we're putting out at the moment is free because life sucks for everyone. Uh, and so those bonus episodes are a little treat we're giving you uh, if you enjoy them. If you don't, they're a burden we're giving you. They're little episodes that you'll just see them sitting there unplayed going, oh, it's ruining my feed.
0: Either way, you, you are legally obligated to listen to all of them.
3: You mm. simply must. We had someone... Uh, this is not a complaint. <laughs> if anything, I respect this. Just is a that, little peek behind the curtain. We had someone uh, cancel their Patreon subscription just by saying, you know what? I didn't realize there'd be an extra episode. That's too much. <laughs> too much. <laughs> it's too much. Too much. And, Fair enough. Uh, It is literally twice as much. Well, thank you very much for listening. Stay safe. Uh, Don't go outside. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Have a good one.
2: Have a great one.
3: Yeah, you want to say bye? Oh,
0: yeah. See
1: ya.